this is time that you are actively, intentionally setting aside for yourself and for your replenishment and for the good of your life as a whole. Let's make it vibey. We're going to be reviewing and dreaming and visioning and intention casting, and it's going to be beautiful. So, the first thing I want you to do is. Welcome to our greatest performance. My name is Mackenzie Rose Gorman, and I'm a coach, entrepreneur, creative, and advocate for holistic well being. This podcast is your gateway to aligning with your purpose, tapping into ancient wisdom, and embodying your fullest potential. I'm extending the official invitation to step boldly into living your life as your greatest performance. Thanks for tuning in. Let's dive into today's greatness. Hello, hello, my beautiful little masterpieces. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. It's such a practical, tangible, fun way to do some inquiry work, some reflection work. We're going to be looking at our 2023 and looking at the lessons that it contained and doing a beautiful review and then looking at 2024 and doing some visioning and intention setting. And it goes along with a free guide that I made that you can pull from the link in the show notes or you can get at the links in my bio at any of my socials. But first, I just wanted to let you know that a week from today on February 22nd to 22. I am leading a workshop, a free workshop on alignment. I really think that alignment is the cornerstone of a beautiful life and a life that feels good. And I found through my personal journey, my personal development journey, my just life journey in general, as I became more and more aligned with who I truly was, who I truly am, what I care about my core values, my vision for myself in the future, all these things, the more and more and more I got aligned, the more my life dramatically and radically shifted. And I really attribute alignment and being conscious and aware and intentional about alignment to how and why I was able to make such big, bold, and beautiful shifts in my life and really create everything I wanted, especially from the time when I was sick or when I was stuck at jobs I didn't like or all of these different things. Alignment is the name of the game. So on February 22nd, one week from this release date, I'm hosting a free masterclass and I would love to have you there. This is going to be so beautiful and so epic. It's going to be a mixture of very tangible, outward, practical exercises, as well as internal shifts and energy work and things like that. It is a lesson essentially on how do we evaluate what's going on in our lives and where we are out of alignment and where we are in alignment. How do we bring more alignment into our life? How do we bring a deeper sense of meaning and purpose and fulfillment and it doesn't matter if you're just feeling really stuck in life and you're trying to get unstuck via alignment that's a great place to be or maybe you're feeling like you have some things dialed in maybe 
your job is going really well or your business is going well, but it doesn't feel congruent and, and aligned for you and your true values or what you really want or who you truly are. I think alignment is something that we can use at all points in our life, no matter where we're at, because the more we just constantly evaluate, what do I want? Who am I? Does this align? Does this align? Does this align? Then the right things fall into place and the things that aren't right fall away. But if we don't do it intentionally, we end up in a life by default. We end up being like the majority of people in life who are unhappy and feel stuck or doing things that don't make them feel good. And I just really don't think that's any way to live. And I don't want any of you listening to ever feel like you have anything less than total alignment in your life. So this is something I'm super passionate about. I'm really excited. So February 22nd, check out the link. If you sign up and can't attend live, uh, the replay will still be sent out. But if you attend live, I would love to see your face there and there will be some special little goodies if you're on there live as well. And I can't wait to share those teachings and frameworks with you. And then in the meantime, this episode you're about to listen to right now is an alignment tool. It's a way to assess what went on last year and what worked and what didn't and what am I taking away from it? And then how is that going to help set me up for 2024 and what I desire and the the path that I'm walking and the way that I'm going and my intention for how I want to feel and what I want to do, all those good things. So this is a very practical episode. I am really excited to share it. And there is a guide that goes along with it, a document that you can get in the show notes again or in the links in my bios on social media. So that might help because you could take notes the whole time. But if you get the guide as well, you will have an outline of what I'm running through in this episode. So I hope that you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of I'm Addicted to Sourdough. (laughs) Just kidding. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Our Greatest Performance. I hope that the performance of your life has been going well lately. I don't know about you, but at the time I'm recording this, it is February and winter and to be perfectly honest, I just don't love winter. It doesn't make me feel good. And I've mentioned this before, but I really do lean so into the existential void. And I find that it's particularly strong during the winter months where I really just come up with, come up against thoughts all day long of what is life? What is life? What is death? What is love? What is relationship? What is money? What is anything? And I don't mean that in a very negative or Eeyore type of way, but I just find that the patterning of my thoughts during this time keeps coming back to none of this matters. (laughs) But of course, it does and it doesn't. That's, you know, the great paradox of life or really there's so many paradoxes of life but 
it's how minute everything is and how small we really are and how nothing does matter. But of course it matters because it's our life. And in my pursuit of living my life as my greatest performance, I would say in this winter season, I've really just been going inward. I've been really enjoying sourdough bread. (laughs) And I've been enjoying creating behind the scenes. Something that I love to spend the winter season on is reflection. My birthday's in late November, and then you go into the holiday season, which is just a whirlwind. And then things abruptly slow down, I would say, right after the new year in January and February. And I think it's a really great time to honor winter for what it really is, which is a time to slow down and go inward and be more in quote unquote hibernation mode. We have been trained out of cyclical living in so many ways through Western culture as a whole and capitalism and just the way our society is presently created or presently organized. And one of the greatest gifts I've given to myself over the last couple of years is allowing my life to honor the seasons a little bit more. So I've been spending a lot of time alone and in a lot of reflection the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months, and it feels really good. And I've been talking with my clients about reflection as well. And I had a client recently who wanted to do some more reflection on her last year and look ahead at 2024 and figure out what happened in the last year that was positive, that was neutral, that was perhaps negative, or that would be ideal to not repeat, things like that. And I put together a guide for her to follow to do some of this reflection on 2023 and then set intentions for 2024. And then I decided, hey, I'm going to just share this as a free guide and I'm going to make a podcast about it to allow you to listen to this with or without the guide. But I would recommend going to the link in my bio on my socials or I put it in the show notes as well. And you can get this free guide and use it to reflect on your year and look at 2024 and how you want it to look or how you want to feel, whatever that kind of intention, whether it's external or internal, I suggest both and set yourself up for success in whatever way success looks like to you. And no, it's not too late that it's February that you're thinking about reflecting on the past year and the upcoming year because January 1st is not the time to be making big, drastic, dramatic, sweeping life changes. It just isn't. It's based on this Gregorian calendar, which just is in so many ways ineffective for, like I said, honoring the cycles of our lives and of nature. January 1st is in the heart of winter. It's not a time when humans are like, okay, I have all this extra energy and I'm going to go all of a sudden switch from waking up at 8.45 (laughs) every day to 5.15 and I'm going to do this and this and I'm going to change my diet and I'm going to like people make all of these changes and they don't follow through. And part of the issue is willpower and motivation and intrinsic 
what you intrinsically value and what you're willing to do in order to uphold your New Year's resolutions. But another piece is that the timing actually isn't right, for lack of a better word. And if you want to make big, sweeping, dramatic, beautiful changes and alterations to your life, the time to do it is in the spring. So right now we just had the we have the Chinese New Year. We just went into the year of the dragon, which is very exciting. We'll have the astrological New Year coming up soon as we move into Aries season in a few weeks. We have spring in a little over a month, daylight savings. And right around that time in March, I really like to just use the beginning of spring and daylight savings. That to me is the new year. That's when I really feel like I'm emerging out of winter. I'm emerging into this new version of myself. I'm emerging into the new idea of the year of what this year 2024 will look like. I don't really have a great idea during January and February. I like to contemplate a lot during this time. I like to reflect a lot, like I said, do visioning, but I'm not putting concrete plans into place. I'm not taking massive action. I'm not making huge changes. If you feel like you're late to the game and intention setting for the year, reviewing the last year, you're not late. You're actually early. You're about a month early. So congratulations. Congrats. You are killing it. Yeah. So I just want to go through this guide and this framework and think about or share about what we can think about and how we can reflect in order to better ourselves and our lives by really looking at what worked and what didn't and what were the pieces of my year that I loved and how can I bring more of that energy into the coming year and what didn't I like and how can I work to intentionally lower or diminish or remove those things. So let's get right into it. The first thing, let's make this special. A few years ago, I started exploring ceremony as a concept and what does it look like to make or treat our whole lives as a ceremony? Similar to what does it look like to make our whole lives or create our whole lives as our performance? I see performance as something special and sacred. It's not just to me, it's not just sports or athletics or how you do at your job. It's how you're doing at life. It's how you're doing at being you. And I think a very important part of life is ceremony, is inviting and invoking the sacred. We grew up in these tribes, not we grew up, we evolved as a people in tribes and we all come from some type of indigenous culture if you just go back far enough where ceremony is so inherent in the way that in the indigenous people live and honor their people and their communities and the earth and the seasons and over time that was taken away especially in the western hemisphere in the western world now we have ceremony, maybe like a bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah in the Jewish community. We have weddings, baptisms, like a few different things, largely religious, not always, but there's not very much there. And 
I feel that ceremony is very nourishing. To intentionally create ceremony is beautiful and special. Basically bringing ritual, bringing sacredness, bringing a special way of doing things into an event. So you can make a little ceremony of your review of 2023 and your intention setting for 2024. Make your favorite hot drink. I'm drinking some cacao right now. Make your favorite hot drink. Light a couple candles. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Put on your favorite music. Make it special. Make it, make it feel like this is time that you are actively, intentionally setting aside for yourself and for your replenishment and for the good of your life as a whole. Let's make it vibey. Let's make it beautiful. Let's have this be a high vibe situation, shall we? We're going to be, yeah, let's make this a ceremony and we're going to be in this, we're going to be reviewing and dreaming and visioning and intention casting, and it's going to be beautiful. So the first thing I want you to do is make a list of all of the highlights of the year. What did you do throughout the year? What experiences did you have and what places did you go? I want you to make a list of them. Something that's really helpful that I liked to do is first do it from the dome, out of my head. The things that immediately stood out to me that I remember from the last year I wrote down first. And then I went through my phone camera roll. We're all different in how much we take photos and record our lives. I love to document my life. It's important to me. I've had a camera and taken photos of my life since I was little. Since I was probably in seventh grade, I just love photography and editing photos and just capturing and recording it all. And so I have quite a comprehensive <laughs> camera roll. But yeah, so you can do it partially out of your head. And then when you are all dried up of things that you did or places that you went out of your head, then you can turn to the camera roll and start going through it. And then as you're going through and seeing different things that you did, even small things like a barbecue or a special walk or a special sunset or bigger things like weddings and birthdays and whatever it is, I want you to note down everything special that you did. I also want you to make a list of people that you saw. This is a separate list. People that you interacted with in your year and your highlights with them. Because what you can do after you have this list done is set aside intentional time to text them and say, hey, you know what? I was just thinking, you know, last year we went on that hike and remember when we got lost and we didn't have water and we were laughing so hard and it was kind of shitty. It's one of my favorite memories for last year because you made it so much fun. And I'm just so appreciative of that memory and just to have you in my life. Thank you so much. Or whatever it looks like, you can use this exercise and then piggyback off of it to go in and do a gratitude practice and to strengthen your relationships. I really like to do, you know, in my life habit stacking, but this is a way of kind of stacking different practices that make our life beautiful 
through this one exercise, through this guide. So yeah, make a list of everyone that you saw this last year and what did you do with them and what were the highlights? Some of the highlights on mine with some of my best friends were really just sitting on the couch and talking and catching up or making meals together or silly little walks. I have a friend whose cat, I loved her. I don't like cats. I loved her cat. Cat died last year, one of my best friends. And like a couple weeks, maybe a week before he died, we took him on a walk, which I just thought was so funny and silly. And I remember just thinking it was so funny and also really cute. And that was one of the highlights of my year, especially because he's gone. But it can be anything. It can be the smallest thing or the biggest thing. But I want you to record the experiences and the places and the people and what you did with them in your last year. After you do that, I want you to do another review, but professional. So what happened in your job or your work, your business, your career, and just talk about free write or bullet point. What happened? What went well? What didn't go? What'd you learn? What active learning did you do? Did you take courses? Did you work with coaches? Did you go for a promotion? Did you lead a big project? Did you try to leave your job? Did your job suck? Why did it suck? I want you to get it all out. And I want you in this process to allow yourself to reflect and review as it's coming out of you to think about not just the tangible things, but the feelings that came along with them. How happy were you in your job? Is it nourishing you? It does it feel like there's some kind of life sustenance in what you do? Do you enjoy showing up every day or did you kind of just slog along? All of these things are really helpful to, in a little bit, decide what is it that worked and what didn't work to bring into your next year. For me, I will say this last year, I wouldn't say it was the most fun year I ever had or the most adventurous or I don't know, like it wasn't notable in amazing trips I went on or things like that. And you maybe actually don't know. I'm a Sagittarius and I have a Sagittarius North node and I just love to travel and love to be in the world and love to explore an adventure. And my last year, I had a lot of that domestically, I will say, but I didn't have any grand trips or anything. But professionally, I grew so much in my last year. Starting my business on accident, basically, at the very end of 2022, right before 2023 happened, my grad school closed and that was so unexpected. And I basically made the decision in January, one year ago, a little over a year ago, 2023, to pursue building this business. And I didn't do it with a plan because I thought I had more time, thought I had two years uh, of school to learn about business and entrepreneurship and what I really want my business to look like and my ideal clients and the modalities I use and all this stuff. And so this last year has been crazy in terms of my professional career and wildly expansive. So it wasn't the most quote unquote fun year. It wasn't the most adventurous or exploratory, but it was very exploratory in terms of really understanding how to translate my passion and 
life's work and honestly like power into my life. And yeah, just understand the people I want to serve at a deeper level. And I had the honor of working with some amazing people throughout the year that I was able to coach. And yeah, I would just, I don't know. I think when I was doing my professional review, it was so interesting because I feel as though I put myself through this intensive grad school business program, even though I wasn't in grad school anymore. I actually created this document that I've been kind of creating syllabi off of. And I called it the MRG University of Business and Consciousness. So I went deep into my studies of business and consciousness this year. In the last two years, I read over 100 books. And the main categories were business, spirituality, self-help, leadership, performance, all the things that I love. And in the last year, I just went freaking deep. I went freaking deep. And that's kind of my nature. And I love what I'm doing. And I'm excited about what I'm doing. And I just feel as though I really stepped into my power in a new way and into faith in a new way and into my vision for my life in a new way this year. And so it wasn't like I became wildly successful or I had a huge promotion, but it was a lot of deep internal work and it was a lot of learning and it was a lot of growth and it was very edgy. And I think that matters just as much as, you know, when I later hit a million dollar year or whatever happens down the road in my business, all of these, you know, goals, I guess I have for myself. I think this first year of business will forever be one of the most powerful and potent and transformative. So I'm really proud of myself for that. So that little tangent is just to say, you don't have to have huge things going on to have a big lesson in there. Even if you were miserable at your job this year, that's important because that provided polarity to show you what you don't want, what doesn't work for you anymore and what you're not going to carry forward into the year. I also really like to just be in my growth mindset and learner's mindset. And I think it's important to have that throughout our entire lives. So where can you look at where you think you quote unquote know what you're doing or you know you're a veteran or you're a master at something and then bring in a little bit more of a learner's mindset and realize there are more aspects and angles to it and places where you can grow and abilities for you to step into higher levels of knowledge or wisdom or mastery or performance there's a lot there And I don't say this to really stress our professional life. There's a lot more to our life than just our job. But at the same time, our job, our vocation, our career is usually, for most people, how we support ourselves and also where we spend the most of our time. And so it's important. And part of my life work, life's work as well is 
helping people find alignment in their life. And a large piece of that is often with their work and their career, what they're doing or what they're passionate about, what they're inspired by, what they're excited by. And hopefully there's an intersection there. So this is a really good place to do some deep reflection and contemplate into what felt good and what didn't and what worked well and what didn't and what goals you achieved and what you didn't. So you can do a really strong assessment and set really powerful intentions and create possibly a great game plan for 2024 to bring that more into alignment for you. Okay, so then based off of those personal and professional reviews, then I want you to think about what were the themes of this year? Was it power or powerlessness? Was it around perhaps freedom or around boundaries or relationships or losing yourself or finding yourself? There's no right or wrong way to do this, but just think of what kind of themes, like if you had to kind of categorize this year and what went on personally, professionally, socially, romantically, all these things, what kind of themes were there for you? A few others I put in the guide. Besides boundaries and freedom, there's faith, adventure, heartbreak, fitness, strength. I would say also empowerment, resilience, authenticity, daring. It can be anything, but what were some recurring themes or patterns? The next piece is in looking at all of that, what were your top highlights and your overall favorites? So favorite trips, favorite experiences, favorite days, favorite moments, favorite inside jokes with your friends or your partner, favorite dinners, favorite sunsets, favorite walks, runs, coffees, you name it. These are really beautiful. I'm just going to add in here. These are really beautiful because I believe in daily gratitude, but I don't think that just naming a few things that you like is really sufficient. And it's actually not just about what I think. The neuroscience of gratitude shows that to have an effective gratitude practice that actually positively impacts the brain, you need to basically bask in the gratitude. You need to allow it to wash over you to the point that it brings forward positive emotion. And so when you're doing a gratitude practice, you bring up something that evokes emotion and you hold on to it and you try to sit in that emotion. You try to marinate in that emotion and that changes you at a neurobiological level in a positive way. So when you are looking at your top highlights and overall favorites, think about what were the feelings that were coming up for you during these times and these experiences and these moments and these activities? And these are things that you can integrate into your gratitude practice. And then the next step of your reflections are the lessons and learnings. What did you take away from this year? What are the lessons in the lows? I like to do highs and lows at the end of my day at dinners with family and friends. This is what I grew up doing at the dinner table. We would talk about the high and low of our day. And when I was nannying a few years ago, I started doing the highs and lows but we would do lows and lessons. So in the low or the more challenging part of your day, what did you learn from it? And so you can do this with your year as well. When you're looking at the lows, what were the lessons in the lows? What did they teach you? Perhaps they taught you that a certain person isn't good to have in your life. Perhaps they taught you 
that your health is way more important to you than you realize because you had a health crisis. There's infinite things that you could have learned because there's infinite lows that you could have had. But I think it's really important to not just look at the negatives, but to ask ourselves based on that, what did I or can I learn from them? And then where did you grow? Where can you see the ways in which you evolved as a person in the last year? Where did you evolve? Where was there evolution overall in your life? Where did you grow up? Where did you change for the better? And what things will you, what things will you learn from and do differently this year? I, in my coaching, like to use start, stop, continue as a great framework. So the first place, even though start, stop, continue is an easy little phrase, but actually what were what are you doing or what did you do that you want to continue? What's going well? And then what didn't go well or what isn't going well? What do you want to stop? And then what do you want to start? What do you want to add in? That's a great, simple and easy and highly effective assessment tool for really any area of your life. Start, stop, continue. Add that one to your notes section. It's a goodie. All right. And then once you've done all of those steps, then I want you to free write a paragraph or more. You can write a page, a couple pages about your 2023. Write it like a little essay to yourself. What happened? What went well? What didn't go well? What lessons did you learn? What were the key takeaways? How did it change you? And how did you change? How did you come out for the better or not? What did it teach you about who you are and how you want to live? Who impacted you and how and why? Give yourself some time with this. Sip that, sip that yummy drink and smell that candle and really drop into your body and be in deep reflection and honor the life, the year of life that you just lived. It's a whole year that you'll never get back. And what you can do now is look at all the ways in which it was special and also all the ways in which it was special even in the negatives, because of what you've learned and because of what you're not going to repeat and because of how it showed you perhaps what doesn't work for you. So I just want to remind you, even when we're out of alignment, it's not bad. It's just an opportunity to assess and then to get back in. If we never strayed, we would never really, how should I put this? We need to sometimes go off course or away from what we want or how we want to feel in order to remember that we don't want to feel that way or we don't want to do that and then to course correct. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's normal and it's human. And I would say in many ways it's necessary. That polarity, that contrast teaches us what we want. Okay. And then after your free write, I want you to just fill in these one-liners. So in 2023, I lost. In 2023, I gained. In 2023, I trusted. In 2023, I learned. In 2023, I started. In 2023, I stopped. In 2023, I appreciated. In 2023, I disliked. In 2023, I fell in love with. In 2023, I realized. And I'm leaving blank behind in 2023. And if you're open to sharing things like this, these are the kinds of things that I think are so beautiful to share on social media. Whether or not you have a business, we all have a personal brand of some kind. And 
even with my friends who just share photos of their life and their you know, trips to the beach and vacations and their boyfriend or whatever. I love when I get to see more of them through sharing their th- deeper thoughts on things. And I think it would be so beautiful to share. In 2023, I really appreciated da 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 because da 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 and share some photos that go along with it. Or in 2023, I fell in love with cycling because it made me feel so free and flying down the roads as this gorgeous green foliage kind of turns into these green sheets next to me. And I'm just, you know, flying down like a ninja. It, it, it opened up this feeling of freedom and appreciation and openness that I haven't felt before in years. Or I'm just riffing here, but whatever it is, it's like, I, this is what the human experience is about. I know I have a tendency to be more like deep and need like the poetry and the art and the beauty in life. But I also think that that's lacking and more people want to express it and more people want to consume it. And if you want to share some of these things with others, I would say absolutely go for it. And I think it will be very well received. And if you want to let me know what you share or share it with me or tag me like, oh, you know, you just know, or I'm telling you. I would love to read it or to watch a reel or whatever it looks like for you to express and to share your reflections. So just want to want to give you that invitation. Okay, there's two more parts in the 2023 reflections. The next is your 2023 wrapped. This is just a fun, silly one, but I think it's really fun because it helps you highlight the year. I wish I had been doing this since I was younger because it would be so fun to look back on all of my kind of favorites. But basically what I included was what was your favorite song or songs of the year? What was your favorite album or albums of the year? What books did you read? What were your greatest accomplishments? What new skills or activities or hobbies did you start or pick up or get better at? What are the new foods or recipes or restaurant faves that you are really into in 2020? What are the biggest things from the year that you are grateful for? Do a gratitude dump. And then, right, I'm different from myself one year ago in these ways. Do you know how cool it would be to have this from every year of your life, or let's say starting in teenagehood and moving forward? How cool that would be to look back on? How much... You know, how cool it would be for your kids to look back on that and see the ways in which you grew and evolved and be like, oh, I'm listening to this song that was my mom's favorite when she was 27. My dad, he like discovered green curry in (laughs) his early 30s and he never had it before. And it was like his favorite in 2023. And I'm going to college this year and I'm going to make green curry in honor of my dad or, you know. Uh, as you can probably tell through this uh, episode, my little imagination loves to just create stories. But whatever that looks like, I just think it'd be so cool. It's so great. And I do believe in documenting our lives. And I think if you treat your lives as special, they feel more special and they become more special. Yeah, this is the 2023 wrapped section. And the last piece of the 2023 review part of this guide is an optional part or an optional piece to do a fire ceremony, to release the year and let go of it to move into the new year. Fire is 
a highly transformative element. And to do a fire ceremony is extremely powerful. It's one of my favorite things to do. I actually did one this year around my birthday, but I've done them like intentionally since hmm, 20, since 2017, I think when I went to spirit. Oh no, that's not right. Not 2017, 2018. I went to spirit rock for the first time and did a winter solstice retreat there. And we did a fire ceremony and it was so beautiful and powerful. And I fell in love with them as a way for release and letting. So what you can do is you can make a list of all the things you want to release and let go of in 2023. They don't necessarily have to be negative, but it's kind of like freeing energetic space in your being, in your auric fields, in your body and mind and heart and letting things go to make room for the new. So this can be a list of feelings, ways you don't want to feel anymore. It can be a list of people you're releasing, it can be a list of situations, it can be a list of ways, limiting beliefs and ways you've held yourself back and you just don't want to have that certain type of mindset anymore. Whatever it is, listen to your intuition and you can make this list, write it down on paper, and then you can burn the paper and consciously, intentionally let go of these things with gratitude and love and appreciation for what they taught you and what they did for you in the space they held in your life and how they are no longer needed anymore. And as you burn your paper, please do this safely. You can say, thank you for the lessons I no longer require you in my life. Thank you. I release you now with gratitude and love. In this burning, I'm making space for beauty, love, and truth to enter my life. Or you can do any kind of little prayer invocation that you desire, or just release and say, I release you, or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, whatever feels right to you. Now, dun, 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 let's move into 2024 intentions and vision casting. The first piece is in 2024, I am claiming. What are you claiming this year? Claim it. <laughs> claim it. <laughs> Honestly, people don't claim what they want and we don't we don't get to where we want to be usually on accident or if we do it's it's the long road. But if you claim it, you can start to set intentions around it and take action around it. It's a much faster, more effective, more conscious way of feeling how you want to feel, doing what you want to do, having what you want to have, and being who you want to be. Okay, next section, we're going to make a goal dump for 2024. So this is basically just anything you can think of. What might you want to be, do, have, explore, discover, eat in 2024? What are your goals? Just just free, free, write, dump them all. Just put them all down there. Personal, professional, trips, events, people you want to see, people you want to meet, dating, career and work, health goals, any of After you do that, I want you to pick your top three to five. And these are going to be your focus for the year. If you spread your energy over too many things, your 
energy, your life force energy, your ability to put yourself into your goals in order to achieve them gets diluted. And you actually won't have enough oomph and enough juice to bring any of those really over the finish line and into fruition. Or if you do, it's going to be a lot of effort and probably a good amount of force. And it's kind of a recipe for overwhelm, for burnout, for just spreading yourself too thin. So yeah, pick your top three to five. These are your top focus for the year, or they can just be your top focus until you accomplish them. You might pick something that you're like, this is likely going to take me two to five years. That's fine. Pick it. You're going to be two to five years older in two to five years anyways. And it's a lot. (laughs) My grandma used to tell me that when I was thinking about going back to school years ago. Uh, I was telling her how a PhD, I wanted to do a PhD in neuroscience originally. And she was saying, or I was saying how, how long it would take. And that, oh, and then I also wanted to do a clinical psych PhD. And I was like, you know, it'll take five to nine years, they think. And she said, well, in five years, you'll be five years older anyways. Would you want to have the degree by then or at that point? And I was like, hmm, okay. So you can pick some goals now that don't have to be just 2024 goals. They can be life goals, but pick them. You gotta get started. If you're not sure which to pick, I would suggest doing this. Pick one physical health goal. Pick one professional goal. Pick one learning goal. Pick one joy or fun goal. Pick one relationship or connection or community goal. So again, a physical health goal a professional goal. Third is a learning goal. So what's something you want to deepen your learning in or your mastery of? What's something you want to get better at or pour more mental energy into, let's say? The fourth is something for fun or something that really invokes a lot of joy in you, makes you feel more joyful or your life more joyful. And then the fifth is something relating to a relationship. Or another way you can look at it, another framework, if you will, is do a goal for the mind, a goal for the body, a goal for your heart or how you want to feel, a goal for your being or your inner being or yourself or spiritual essence, and then a relationship and connection goal. So any of those will work or just pick your favorites from the, the goal dump that you did in the first step, but, or the second step, but pick pick the top ones to focus on. When I do this with my coaching clients, what I do, we do from there is we look at timelines and we look at, okay, if this is the end goal and we, let's say, put it at the top of the staircase, what are the little goals that we will set along the way that are like steps of a staircase that will allow us to work our way up to that main goal? And then what are the actions required? And then what cadence daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, annually, et cetera, to accomplish those things? And what do you need to have enforced into your morning routine or your habits in general? What kind of environments do you need to be in? What shifts and changes do you need to make around your energy or around your productivity or around your work schedule? All of these things. So we go in and we basically reverse engineer what they want. We reverse engineer what they want. And we look at what are the conditions that are needed 
in your life. Let's say if you have all of these goals accomplished in one year from now, or let's say December 31st, 2024, I personally think like just choose March. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, it is just better. <laughs> but either way, if all of that happened, what conditions would be necessary in your life to be the person who has accomplished these things and to actually have all of these done and for you to be it, do it or have it. And that is the power of having a coach or a mentor who, you know, will look at you and look at your goals with you and help you really dial that in. I'm really good at pattern recognition and putting together systems and fine tuning processes like this of saying like, okay, you need to eliminate this. Okay. We need to add this. This needs to be in your daily routine. This needs to shift at work. You need to put this into your monthly schedule. That's something I love to do. But if you don't have an investment into a coach or something like that, you can do it on your own, which is what this podcast is for. I'm going to give you the tools either way. I'm just explaining what you do with these goals once you set them is you actually need to put them to paper and put them to a calendar and really make a plan to spell out how is it that you're actually going to go after these things. It's not enough to just say, here's my goal. If you don't have a plan to get there, it's like, I always like to say, you can't hit an invisible target. If you don't have a target that you're trying to hit, you can't hit it. But then you also, if you don't have the tools, like you have the bullseye set up, you have the goal, but if you don't have a bow and arrow or a gun or whatever it is you're trying to use to hit the bullseye, you also can't get there. I don't know if that's the best analogy. Essentially, I just want you to get clear on your top three to five goals, but I want you to know that the next step would either be hire me and I will help you and we will spend the next three, six, nine, 12 months working on this and making your dreams a reality. But also you can do this on your own, but you need to go in and break this into smaller goals and then smaller goals and then smaller goals in order to set up a very real and realistic framework of what you're actually going to be doing as far as actions and internal and external work to accomplish these things. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Okay. The last section, my loves is about setting intentions and vision casting. So this is where we get into a little bit of the mindset and manifestation stuff. So we're going to set an intention for the year or intentions. The next part is one of my favorites, which is picking your word for the year. Picking your word for the year or picking your theme. This is the theme for 2024 that will act as your anchor and your compass and help guide and direct you as you move through the year. In the past, I've had consistency, I think was my word in 20. And that was really helpful because it was a huge healing year for me. And what I was really trying to bring in was consistency in how I was nourishing myself, how I was eating, consistency in my workout routines, consistency in my meditation practice, all these things. So it really acted as this anchor and this compass for me as I moved through the year. What else have I had in the past? Play, joy. Last year I had trust. And then I'm going to give you kind of a bonus level. Something about me is that I don't really do basic. I always like to elevate something a little bit or a lot of it. I, yeah, I just, how do I put this? I don't want to be average. 
And so a average way to do it is to do nothing, actually. A great way to approach it is to pick a word. But in the last year or two, I've decided to take it a step further and to pick two words. So last year I picked play and I picked trust. And this year I looked at, okay, if I picked two words, what would that look like? And I realized what I want to do is I want to pick a masculine word and a feminine word. And what that means to me is we're looking at masculine and feminine energy. Masculine and feminine energy is not about genders. It's about a quality of energy. And so the way that I describe it in my work is red energy and blue energy. And what we want at the end of the day is to be purple. I would love everyone in the world to be purple, which means they have balanced masculine and feminine energies. Feminine energy is blue, like water. It's flow. It's creativity. It's moving. It's receptivity. It's like this yummy feminine essence. Masculine energy is red. It's fire. It's intensity. It's output. It's creation itself. And so I was thinking, okay, what's my flowy word and what's my doing word? Being and doing. And so this year for me, my masculine word is structure and my feminine word is inner trust. So I did have trust last year, but I'm bringing it forward where last year I was really focusing on trusting the process, trusting life, trusting God, universe, source. This year I'm leaning into trusting my internal compass, trusting my intuition, stop outsourcing my power or my my action and movement to other people who I think know how to do things better than I do. This was a lot for me, like in the business realm of, you know, looking to all of these experts and learning from all these people and realizing at the end of the day, the things that I'm gleaning the most out of them were things I already knew, or I already wanted to do, or I did on my own before I learned it from someone else. So I'm returning back into that deep channel of listening to the trust that's bubbling up from within me and then structure. So I do tend to be super in flow and super create when I feel like it and write a lot, but then don't share it anywhere. Or I, I probably wrote the equivalent of like four books this year and it might look like I'm sharing a lot on social media, but really compared to the actual creative output that I have, I'm sharing very little and I think I don't have a lot of structure and where to post and when to post it. And so I've been working on that behind the scenes the last six weeks, the first six weeks of this year. And I will be putting structure in place into my creative work and to my business in general this year. And so inner trust and structure are my compasses and anchors for the year. So you can pick one word or if you feel like being an overachiever and picking two, that's the way that I would do it. Okay, the last section. So we're going to write out what would an ideal 2024 look like? And this is a form of scripting, which is essentially when you write about what you desire to happen or what's quote unquote going to happen before it's actually happened. So you're writing in the present tense. An example of this is you can write about 2024 and say, I'm so happy and excited that I got a promotion and a raise at work. My trip to Japan was 11 out of 10. I met some of my new favorite friends and people on the retreat I went to in Italy. 
I'm dating someone better than I dreamed of and I'm so happy. I'm volunteering at XYZ organization and it feels so good to give my time to something I value. My family trip to Utah this winter was so much fun. I wrote my first book this year, whatever it is. And you can base it off of those three to five goals that we set, but you can also add in lots of other details too. If you have other trips you want to go on or things you want to do with people or relationship goals or expectations or art endeavors, whatever that looks like, write out what would, what would be the ideal 2024 and get granular, get specific because when you do manifestation work, the more detailed, the better. It's not always going to happen the way that you want it to, or the way that you see it happening, but to hold this intention and to create this vision and to put yourself into the vision of it before it actually happened and to be in the emotion of it is one of the most powerful tools to get our subconscious in agreement or in alignment with our conscious mind and what we desire to have our entire mind working for us in the direction of what we're trying to have happen or what we're trying to be, do, and have. And that is the crux of a lot of my work in my program, the Conscious Life Design Program, Radically Aligned. I am actually relaunching that in a couple weeks. And it is honestly one of the most epic programs ever, in my humble opinion. This guide is kind of like a bit of an appetizer of what it would be like, but it's very actionable. And the reason I like something like this guide that I'm sharing in this podcast episode is I think there's a lot of just not that applicable and not that actionable of advice. Or you get spiritual people who are amazing and sharing great messages, but people don't know how to apply it into their life or... There's a lot of, you know, contemplation without implementation, all of these things. And so I wanted to share this guide as a way for you to really sit down and think about what, what do I want this year? And how do I want to make it the same or different from my last year? And what do I want to let go of? And what am I working towards? And all of these questions. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that if you followed along and and did the work or took notes on this or have the guide and you did it, I hope you have a much more clear vision of one, how fantastic 2023 was and of how beautiful 2024 is going to be because you did this work to really set yourself up and put you yourself in a position to, to win for lack of a better word. And if you want to go deeper, if you're really interested in doing a very transformative, going on a very transformative journey into understanding who you are at your core and how you are special and unique and different from other people and how you can really hone in on what your unique talents and abilities and skills and gifts are and how to create alignment around those things and around your values and build your resilience to handling stress and outside pressure and outside voices, really hone in on your authenticity and to be daring in going after what you want. That's what my signature program, Radically Aligned, the Conscious Life Design course is all about. 
and we start in a couple weeks and it's just epic. I ran it last year and it was amazing. And then I've spent literally months revamping it because so many parts of it were really great. And then I was like, okay, this is where I want to go deeper. Okay. This is where I can add more of my expertise. Okay. This is where we need a lot more work material and actionable stuff to work on every week. And just, I I could talk for a long time about what I've put into this and how I've revamped it and made it so beautiful and special and how it's genuinely, truly transformative and will bring anyone into greater alignment with who they really are and what they really want and give them a framework to actually understand how to create a life that feels so good and that they love and that they know themselves so deeply where they have this unshakable quality to them and know that they can they can work through anything because they have the resilience and they have their authenticity dialed and they know who they are and they show up as who they are and they are daring in their life and they're daring in the pursuit of their dreams And if you want to have all of these tools at your disposal and go on this journey with other women who are like-minded and can support you and get coaching from me along the way, I really invite you to apply. And I'm actually going to extend a special podcast discount to people who are listening to this who want to apply. So if you want to message me about the program and tell me that you listened to this episode, I will apply a 20% off discount. And I want you to know that this is an investment into you and truly yourself, your dreams, your life, your trajectory of everything that's to come. But I also, I really want to reward people who are, one, on this podcast, bettering themselves and also supporting, listening. I really, I genuinely appreciate it. And so, yeah, I'm happy to give 20% off if this is something that you're interested in and you, you want to take advantage of it because you know that you are meant to be, you're meant to be bigger and greater. And your life is meant to be bigger and greater. And I know that we're all destined for greatness if we choose it, if we claim it. And it's up to you if you want to claim it. But if you do, you can do that and join me and get ready for your entire life to genuinely, totally transform. It's epic. I've literally distilled 10, 15 years of everything I wish I had and had learned into this course. <laughs> yeah, I if I had this, it would have saved me thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars, hundreds of millions of tears, a lot, a lot of just agony and anxiety and got would have gotten me out of so many stuck, stuck periods in my life. So just want to share that with you. And honestly, I feel as though this guide, if you do all these steps, you will have so much clarity. And yeah, if you want to catapult that further or do you want to do this in one-on-one work, I have a few clients who just don't like being in a group because they want the one-on-one support and they feel that they are more accountable to doing 
the exercises and the deep work and stuff with someone one-on-one, that's an option as well. But I hope you enjoy the guide and that you feel really ready to take on 2024, especially come spring in a few weeks here. You can get the guide uh, at the link in these show notes or it's at the link in my bio and my socials. And that is all for today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and your week. And as always, if you want to follow, subscribe, rate, and review, It does mean a lot to me if you follow, subscribe, rate, review, screenshot this if you're listening, share it with friends. My mission is just to help people live better lives and to be more intentional and to step into their power and to have faith in themselves and life and just, you know, all of these all these beautiful sentiments that I back wholeheartedly. And so when you take the time to show love to the show and support by rating it, it does help a lot and or sharing it with others who can benefit from it. That is just heartwarming to me. So thank you so much. Talk to you next time.